Hello, this is Lisa Rusick and Misty Lore with the podcast We're All Psychic. And guess what? It's part three. Granddaughter Grows Astral Travel Series. And it's exciting, but it's sad because it's the end. But it's not over yet. We're starting the third one. So this isn't the end. This is the beginning of the end. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> well, Granddaughter Crow, do you still think we're all psychic after this past week? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But I know this as a fact because of all of my experience and because of all of my scientific research. The, the question then becomes, listeners, do you know that you are psychic? Yeah, they better. <laughs> we'll come get them. We'll tell them. <laughs> Until they believe it. I don't know. You just yes. say it over and over. Maybe they'll believe yes. it. We're all yes, it just psychic. won't make We're sense anymore. Is <laughs> <laughs> that you're psychic? I'm psychic. Granddaughter, yeah, psychic. psychic. My cat's psychic. psychic. Yep. That candle's psychic. My yep. man produces psychic. Everything. Everything's psychic. <laughs> so listeners and watchers this is a video podcast on spotify and um we're gonna start off but we were talking about how to end, wrap this up and end it so we're gonna talk about some personal experiences i would like to start talking about some of mine through working with granddaughter crow on this podcast and a little bit into my trance work in shamanism and misty says she had some experiences she would like to tell and i'm sure granddaughter crow can tell us a lot of stories so if y'all remember the first podcast, she really filled us up with so much information. I watched a podcast four times to get it all over in there. Still, I don't know if it's still in there. I loved it. I loved it. Second one I watched four times. And I think every time I went to do the. Uh, I, that's where I, that's where I that's where I fell asleep. But so during this week for me, um, I was telling them about this earlier before the podcast. So the first the, after the, that second podcast at part two of the astral travel series, I was practicing where she taught us to put our hands together and to get into that. Was it the alpha wavelength or the beta? The alpha? I get from beta to from beta. alpha. To and alpha. then the next one is theta and then delta. You're dead asleep. Yeah. Okay. So I was uh, listeners and watchers. I was um, in bed and I was doing this and I was focusing and I did feel that 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 alpha wave feeling come over me and then i do think i slipped into the theta because uh i it was very similar to when you fade out into a dream but you're remembering it like i know i'm falling asleep i know i'm having this dream but what i saw was a kind of like a sunset gold walls or walls in this hallway and the ceiling was painted that same color i think the carpet was red and then there was like a, a like a yellow gold door, ornate door. And as I reached it, I realized this was happening. I was dreaming. I could, you know, I was in a state that I hadn't been in before I was aware of. And I was possibly about to astral travel. And then I woke up because I was excited. I got out of it. I wouldn't say I woke up because I wasn't quite asleep. So that was like the one. Now, I did try to look for objects a few times, but I didn't really concentrate too hard. So I'm going to work on that more when I'm at other people's houses, because what I do is I remember where something used to be in my house, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> like yeah. outside or something. So, Misty, like what, what 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 experiences have you had during this whole? OK, so I laid down and got nice and quiet, quieted myself, did the breathing techniques. And then I imagined myself getting up and walking outside to the backyard. 
and looking around for something. But then that's when I got lost. Like you just said, Lisa, I'm, I'm, I'm visualizing this and I'm, I'm going there, but I'm thinking, okay, wait, I need to find something that's not normally there. And then I was like, okay. And I think I saw, I think I saw a cigarette butt on the ground on, on the porch but I'm not for sure, but I think I did. And then I turned back around and then came back and came back into my body. Now, I did not go back outside to look to see if there was a cigarette butt because I got distracted because there was kids everywhere and the dogs <laughs> and everything. But next time I am going to go and look and see what I saw and if it was the same thing I saw while I was in that lucid state. Some, so something it. something granddaughter crow that you have taught us is that uh, astral travel can be experienced in several different ways is the, what I take from what, what you've taught me. Yes. And um, what I was, one of the other experiences I've had with this is working with shamanism and doing yes. trance work. I think we talked about that a little bit, but my experiences, uh, I didn't have a teacher. My spirit guide was my teacher. And he would take me, we'd fly through the clouds. And I, I mean, I felt like this, I mean, I wasn't just imagining it because it was guided. It was like he was guiding it. And I'm very comfortable with my spirit guide. And my spirit animal that was with us. Good. And um, we flew through these clouds and then we went under. We're flying, of course. <laughs> we, we go through under this cave and through this mountain cave. And then we come out to wherever the place is that these people have. My cat is going crazy. And, and uh, it's wet through time <laughs> during the podcast. Come on. Um, come on, Gand. <laughs> so um, and I could go to these imaginary places or maybe they weren't imaginary, maybe they're planes, astral planes. And um, what a lot of shamans will do is a soul retrieval where they'll go find something and fix it. But that's not what I would do. I would just go to these places and tell, I could verbalize, like we talked about, to whoever I was doing the trance for what I saw there. And they always, it always resonated with them. It's a place they dreamed about. It's a place that they had been to in their childhood or something like that. So it was always something they really connected with, but I didn't know how to do a soul retrieval or look for anything out of place, you know, and uh, I haven't done it since way back in my thirties. So, but that was, I guess it's astral travel because I was in a state. I mean, I was in an altered state, you know, but yeah, I hadn't absolutely. done anything to make that. Right, <laughs> state. Right. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And I agree. I think that um, both of those are absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. And what I'm recognizing with each of your stories is that you got this excitement that woke you up mm -hmm. and um, and maybe even, a, oh, my goodness, where am I going to go? And so at this point, I love that because people, you can astral travel with your guides, let them take their hand, call them in your spirit animal, your guide that you trust, that might make it an easier transition. It really helped me. Yeah, it was his idea. And idea. he just started showing me places. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. fun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And you know, Beautiful the thing places. is, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, the thing is, um, the did I tell you the story about the shaman stone from my Aunt Alice? shaman stone from your aunt. i don't think so i don't think so because i've watched it listened to them four times i don't remember a shaman stone i so love a shaman stone <laughs> in 
In short, I was doing what you two are describing and still not being able to convince my complete psyche that this is a place and I am going somewhere. Yeah. So and it's real. So I was like, oh, this is wonderful. Oh, this is great. Oh, I am growing developing emotionally. I understand more about my psyche. I understand about how to approach the world. And what happened was I listened to the drum beat on a CD and I went to the place I usually do. I walked into a Hogan, which is a Navajo dwelling place. And I saw my Shinala and I saw my Aunt Alice, who is a high priestess of the peyote way. She is on, both of them are on the other side, Mm. but they were there and we connected and we had conversations and it was interesting because my Shinala, my grandmother would talk to me in Navajo. She would not speak English to me. So I'd have to remember what she says and write it down and get it translated because I'm not fluent. And after she told me some messages, I looked at my aunt Alice and she handed me a stone and I was like, thank you. And I turned around and I'm like, oh, that was so spiritual. I feel so calm. Everything's great. Wake up. I write it down, which is another key for your listeners. Get a journal because these things will leave you just as quickly as a dream. So record them to stabilize their energy. And you, so you can watch your own patterns and how you're developing. So anyway, I there was this word that uh, that Shanella had told me over and over again. In. And I finally called down to uh, my parents on the reservation. Of course, my dad's first language is, is Navajo and his second language is English. And I said, what does this word mean? And I said it. I said to him what my Shanella said to me in this guided meditation, dream state, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, that means know within your heart know what you know that's what you were looking for <laughs> don't know what you know in your head let it go to your heart and then I didn't tell them because they are very strict Christian I didn't tell them what I was doing didn't want to like upset them and get them praying for me so I was just like oh that's really cool I didn't tell them all of the story I just said what does this word mean anyway after that they said, oh, by the way, this was in, when Aunt Alice was on this side of the curtain and veil. And they said, oh, your Aunt Alice stopped by and handed us a stone for you. <laughs> and I was like, the sugar's real. This is real. <laughs> oh, love that. And oh, my God. To this day, um, I still have the stone and it's, it's a completely circular stone. And the message that came with it was this. It's like with fry bread, which is traditional Navajo or tortillas or any other dough that you make and you roll it in a dough. She said to me, could it be that the creator fashioned us to be collective like this? Like we are all a part of one another. Could it be? And I was like, and I realized at that point, uh uh-oh, this is real. And I was just like, okay. And I've utilized that tool very effectively when like I do shamanic journeying, 
I will do that. One thing that, you know, we talked about a little bit um, last time was ethics. Use ethics when you are in spiritual travel. Um, But at the end of the day, that's when it became real to me. And so it's the whole thing is really, really exciting. And, you know, I'd like to kind of talk about that. We astral travel more than we realize. It is a natural state throughout history and in all cultures. We need to do it consciously, just like we were talking about last week when we all dream. But how do you lucid dream? And that's a muscle to be able to develop. And I love that you two are developing that in a different way, not just a shamanic journeying or a guided meditation meditation. Maybe you're familiar with that and you're like, oh, well, this is easy. This is kind of like stretching it to a different part. But, you know, the thing is, is that you you work with your guides to guide you because then there is this feeling of trust and record. Like you're not Safety. alone. Safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Safety. Yeah. Even yeah. if there isn't anything to that be afraid of. Comfortable. Yeah. Just yeah. Does that make that you makes feel, feel good? Good. And so, you know, I think that that was key that you both said that because it made me go, oh, well, I should have been talking about getting a tour guide when you are going to travel. And, you know, we, we have had a lot. We've talked about spirit guides a lot on this podcast, but I mean... Other than people who are actively looking for their spirit guides, we haven't met too many people other than professionals who work with their spirit guides already. Not too many people are like, I mean, I have people ask me to introduce them to their guides and sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. And so it's just up to the guide, really. Um, up to the guide. Yep, it's up to and, the guide. Yeah, that's what it seems like to me. And it, um, it, it doesn't seem too far off to not talk about a guide helping you astral travel because I don't think a lot of people are working with their guides yet. Or, or thinking that's real because that's that's that to me that is harder to wrap my brain around these guides than it is to astral travel for some reason because it's me I'm doing it it's a possibility but with these guides I know their personalities and I know what they say I know what they feel I know what they're about and what they're teaching me and you know all this stuff and other people can see them and describe them to me and yeah, their personalities. That, 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 that That's really what's weird. Really they can describe their personalities. Really Sam, especially. I mean, they can see yeah. his hair, his eyes. His, he's real goofy. <laughs> he's always moving his flailing his arms around and jumping around. <laughs> but he also likes healing. It. You know, he he likes Reiki and stuff like that. So, but I mean, I, that, that's, that was a really weird thing for me to say to the first, for the first time to anybody, I have a spirit guide. And then to actually have people say who are mediums as well, so they can see him. Exactly. Yeah, that, that clarified it for you. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah, absolutely. That's evidence. Yeah. And so, you know, at the end of the day, depending on where your listeners are with accepting or knowing their spirit guides, what I, I would say to them is, what did you pray to to watch over you when you were young? Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking that that would make you feel angels and yeah, whatever it is, Jesus or whatever it may be. That is a very good point. Yeah, it's like I prayed to my guardian angel. I I did the angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me. Yes, ever this day be at my side, like to guide, to ruling guard. Amen. That was mine every night, and I prayed on the road. Prayed for every. I didn't do like you're supposed to. I I like pray 
like I think the our father or the big beads were like my fam- immediate family, and then every little bead represented somebody, and I'd pray for them. <laughs> that's yeah. so sweet. Love my I rosary. I want to be a bead in your rosary. I know. Yeah, right? I'm going to make two rosaries. I have the components. And if I do, I will start praying on it and you can be a bead. <laughs> I know. That's, you are, that's a Valentine's Day card. You are the you are a bead in my rosary. It I is. Love that. It? that is a Valentine's it is. Day card. <laughs> I love it. So love it. what I would say is for the people out there who are unfamiliar or feel uncomfortable with this idea around spirit guides or they haven't revealed themselves to you pray to whatever you pray to when you were young to watch over you ask them to come through and guide you along your soul's travel throughout the universe Mm -hmm. yeah perfect yeah you'll feel that yes you'll feel it the listeners and watchers, you'll feel them. You'll know it. You'll know they're like, yes. (laughs) Unless you're like asking to go, you know, do something very bad. (laughs) They might not be a yes answer. Right, 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 right. And so, you know, I want to clarify one more thing is that although we don't call it astral traveling, um, our brain moves throughout space and time. So much so that we don't need to practice thinking about past and future. We need to practice being mindful and present. Our emotions do the same thing. We move throughout space and time. How did I feel at this point? How do I feel at that point? How you react, how you're going to feel when something happens based on the past. Exactly. Uh And so we need to practice being present and so it is and our body stays pretty you know much in this physical realm but when we you know our four bodies of existence the the physical and emotional and mental and spiritual if the mental can travel and we need to exercise it to come back and the emotions can travel and we need to exercise it to come back you know so it is that maybe it's it's about learning how to come back into embodiment mentally and emotionally prior to astral traveling. So it's, it's, it's like, it's kind of like that. And so I would love to do the breath work again, and this time to show us how to come within prior to going without okay so that you are intact and i'll also add in the divine as it reveals itself to you to include spirit guides so everybody if you are in a car watch this later if you can find a beautiful space i am just gonna declare this space sacred space sacred time gonna set my ego to the outside so i can be a clear conduit for you you and the divine as it reveals itself to you to provide you with the next awakening that you and your spirit and the divine wish you to have. So with that, place your fingertips together, thumb to thumb, pinky to pinky and everything in between. And now we're going to take a deep breath in through the nose. Hold that breath within our body. 
and exhale through the mouth. Continue to do that in your own pace. Know that you are in sacred space and a sacred time. You are protected by the divine as it reveals itself to you, which means that when you inhale, you are inhaling sacred space and sacred time. As you hold that within your body, you're holding that sacredness. And as you exhale, you are relaxing and releasing any tension, etc. One more. Now I am going to invite you to visualize that you are in a soft, beautiful, wonderful bubble. It's your sphere. It's your eggshell. It can be built out of whatever texture you wish. You can see through it. It can be light. It could be three-foot bulletproof glass. It could be steel. Whatever you create it to be, you put yourself in that bubble. And then above you is a beautiful shower of light. And this light turns on and it flows over you physically, releasing any residual energy and allowing it to flow down the drain below. And then it flows through your emotional body. And it just loves you and brings you peace and happiness and it flows through your emotional body and it releases any residual energy that's not yours and it goes down the drain and then this light shower of light and the light could be whatever color you can imagine flows through your mind and your mental body relaxing taking away any thoughts that are just distracting and rinsing away any residual energy down the drain. And then once again, your spiritual body just rinsing through and refreshing you, releasing any residual energy, and it flows down the drain. Then the shower of light turns off. And you visualize, I invite you to visualize a little control panel right in front of you in your little bubble. And there are all sorts of knobs and everything. There is a knob that says other people's energy. I want you to turn that one down. Then there's a knob that says my authentic energy wants you to turn that all the way up. And then there is one that says the divine as it reveals itself to me, whatever that be, whether it's an angel, a shaman, Jesus, Christ consciousness, whatever that is, turn that up as much as you wish. And feel what you feel like in this. And this is a good place to start. And then you can go on your journey, guided and protected.
And so now I'm going to gently remind you to come back into this room, feel your fingers, wiggle your toes. You can go back there at any time that you wish. I didn't want to go back. That's what I said last time. Same time, same time. That's what I said. I said, well, you could go back. So quick, I felt the people who didn't want to come back. And I'm like, oh, this isn't a one-time journey. This is your space. So I would love to hear feedback. What, Misty, what did you experience in that? And then we'll go to Lisa. I experienced, my experience, I was in a bubble. Like, um, but it was kind of gooey and fun, like like I could pop it and it wouldn't pop kind of bubble. And then when um, it started out showering with just like a blue and white rain, and then all of a sudden it turned, I turned the color on and there was just balls and balls of color everywhere just going down and from head to toe. And then I saw myself kind of changing. And um, and then when you said, would you experience, you know, whoever you want to feel safe with? um, I had my guardian angel come up and wrap its arms around my bubble. And that's when I was like, I don't want to leave now. (laughs) And then that's when I came back. It was very relaxing. And yeah, I felt very, very safe. Yeah, that's what we need to do is we need to feel safe prior to consciously astral traveling. Lisa, what was your experience like? Well, um, Gandalf, my cat, I told you earlier, he wants wet food. He didn't meow the whole time I was doing that, but he's been meowing constantly the whole podcast. <laughs> but um, anyway, I, I, I sunk into that like pretty much relaxed state, like the alpha state. Um, and then uh, when it, the bubble was really like a little bubble you know like a kid's bubble but like misty's it was like i could put my hand through it and it wouldn't break yeah it's like and then i imagine myself sitting on top of one of those wands and the bubble was around me and i'm yeah yeah and then um when you said the light was raining down showering down i imagine like kind of like gold flecks of light like butterflies and fireflies like little sparks like fairies kind of like zooming all around and clearing out the the physical and the mental and the emotional. I don't think you said physical. Maybe you did. I, I remember doing the emotional and the physical, but when it was the emotional, it turned to like a blue. But that at that same, at that time, same time, I saw, I saw in front of me, like this wilderness, like this ice snowy wilderness. And it was, it reminded me of the very first uh, or the second or whatever first book in Narnia where they get to the lamppost and then you said and there's a box there and I was like I turned that down. you know I was like there was a little box console and I started turning all those things but I was in these woods in the in this forest that was completely iced over and uh, I wanted to go down that trail I really did but um and then I didn't <laughs> I didn't go down the trail I was just kind of like wow this is really weird you know, because it definitely reminded me of that Narnia scene, you know, the for, in the book where the lamp. I am the witch in the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, you probably didn't go down the path and more would have happened with Misty and her guardian angel if I wouldn't have pulled you out. But since we're on a podcast. Yeah, I can't I really would, keep going. Yeah. Oh, and speaking and, of a, Misty's angels, I did smell angels. I have a, I can smell angels. It, uh, like, oh, did you? Been, you probably can too, but like, it smells like a Catholic church usually smells when there's angels in it. They just have has a specific smell, and I smelled them when I guess when you brought your angel, your angel came, Misty. Because I saw. Oh, that's so angels. cool! Yeah, I love that. Thanks I still smell that. them. They're still. I still smell them. Yeah, they're. Oh, they're. they I can feel them. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely I here. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it, and so you can, listeners. This is a muscle that we continue to exercise. So maybe practice this muscle as you fall asleep. Go yes. through, I mean, it's not hard. You just breathe. Nice. Put Feels your fingers good. together, breathe, relax, let the shower move through you and, and turn down everybody else, turn up yourself and the divine as it reveals itself to you. Game on. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, then and uh, listeners and watchers, uh, before she, Grandma, grand, Granddaughter Crow wanted to do a little something for you. But before that, I want to thank our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app and website where you can get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And, um, you know, all her information where you can find her. Is there any other information you haven't given me that you want to put in the description? I'll put everything in there that you already have in there, but we got it. We got it. We don't, we don't need to get too mundane. You guys can find (laughs) it below. Uh, (laughs) So she said a treat for everybody who's been listening. Um, she wants to give you some advice. Absolutely. So I am going, let's play a little game. I am going to ask the listeners to pick to be, do you want to be in group one? Do you want to be in group two? Do you want to be in group three? Pick a group if you want. And then I would say, um, you know, if you're struggling between two groups, you can pick both. There's no hard rule. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a blessing through these beautiful cards called Spirit of the Wheel. And um, they are absolutely glorious. So group one here. Yeah, let me show you. These are the Spirit of the Wheel card. You can get them on Amazon. I love it. Or at any of your metaphysical shops, they can order this for you. So group one. What does group one need to hear at this moment to encourage you to with the astral traveling? Group one, for you, it's all about connecting with Mother Earth. It's the creative feminine force, nurturing and birth. I would say that ground and center into Mother Earth, and that will be your way to go meaning pick uh there's nothing wrong with picking the astral plane that you want to visit like let's say for example lisa wants to visit that narnia place i do (laughs) then then go go back and do that and here is an animal guide for you in that place it is the black panther 
black kitty cat that will help you and watch over you as you journey, at least for the first few times until you want another guide if you don't have it. But it's really for you guys, it's about finding out more of the unknown. Okay, group two. All right, you guys. Okay, well, this one is a jumper, meaning I'm shuffling the cards and jump out. <laughs> I love a pop. <laughs> this tells me this is the star, the star, uh, great star nation. And it says mystery, good fortune, and grace. I would actually say to group two, you need to remember that whatever this practice is that you're doing is your birthright. It was born into you. It was born into you from the stars. A lot of Native Americans will say that we came from the stars. And even scientists say that we are made of stardust. And so when the great star nation comes to you, that's your soul spirit family going, I want to talk to you about such and such to help you dig deeper into who and what you are and where you've come from. Badger will do so, it. <laughs> so that you can the badger so that you can find out more about the wisdom. There's a reason you were called to listen to this podcast. And it wasn't because of Lisa or Misty or granddaughter Crow. It was your spirit guides. So group two. Awesome. Group three. The harvest moon turning point. Okay, turning point. And then it also says preparation and gathering. Number 24, you have an eagle and a bear and a wolf and a deer on this. Basically, you can work with astral travel to manifest. You guys are the manifestors. And let me get you an animal to go with it. It's so cute. The alligator. <laughs> it's it basic. It basically means that it's really important for group three more than any other group to get the journal and to write it down because there's going to be a lot of information coming through that you're going to need time to digest and integrate into your life. Okay, that makes Misty, sense. which one did you pick? Who's Number curious? three. I did too. <laughs> That's awesome. I was stuck between two and three, and I was I like, was three is really, the three was I really know. Me. Three yeah. was like, no, I'm going to stick with three. But I was between two and three as well. Yeah. That's well, I can see that both of those resonated with each of you. So go ahead and claim whatever you want. I like all three. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try all yeah. three angles. I like Absolutely. the connecting to the earth and I, I like I liked it all. Granddaughter Crow, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm sure Misty is just as grateful yes. to have you. Oh, I definitely am. Yes. We we have loved this whole series and thank you so much. And I'm sure we have another series in us we can think of. And maybe next fall we'll do it if you feel like it. If you come up with something Love when you're around, right around the time your book, don't you have a book coming out next fall or um, I don't have a date yet, but there are more books coming out. I can tell you that since the last time I got nominated for an award for The Belief Being and Beyond, which is the book that we did a podcast on back in what, September or whenever. Yeah. We did that. Yeah. It is it is nominated. So I'm going to right. send... Yeah, I'm going to send Lisa the place that if your listeners 
bought that and love that or want to vote for granddaughter crow you can go to this link and vote for me to um when yeah you know, i'll vote yeah i'll put that link in I'll there vote, Definitely. Too. vote for her yeah um, if you don't read any books ever vote for her because <laughs> you, you can obviously see what her book's contents must be like just by listening to her three podcasts four podcasts now she's yes had. yes and uh and anytime write us let us know and listeners we love you Yes, and we respect you sometimes. Always. <laughs> we always respect you and we miss you. And, and and like we just think you're the best. Um, we got we don't have much coming up right now. As far as the classes, we haven't been able to get that going because sicknesses. And so we're just gonna put that off for now. Granddaughter Crow, we did have some classes planned, but a lot of stuff happened, not just about our sicknesses, but my, my dad fell and all this stuff happened. My aunt died. So we're just going to put it off for a little bit longer, everybody. And um, I'm going to work on astral traveling and manifesting that way. That's something I got to figure out. Me too. And thank you very much. And peace out. Bye. Frankie says bye. I don't you, Frankie. <laughs>